like a thousand years ago. I fought my way out of that cave, became Iron Man. Realized I loved you. I know I said no more surprises, but... Hey everybody, welcome back to the Lucky Dog Podcast. This is your host, Elias Roush. This podcast is sponsored by EliasRoushMedia.com. Today we are discussing Avengers Endgame, 2019, directed by Anthony and Joe Russo. So given this is uh, the culmination of 22 total movies um, of Marvel Studios produced, this is one of the biggest achievements come to fruition ever in uh, cinematic history. And so I want to be clear with how we're going to discuss spoilers. So for the first few minutes of this podcast, we are not going to, to discuss any spoilers on uh, any Marvel films. Um, we're strictly discussing uh, opinions, no plot details, going to keep it extremely spoiler-free. But then once we hit that spoiler section, we are going to discuss all of the Marvel films, including... Avengers Endgame. So, this, wow. Well, I, right now, I'm still frazzled. It's It's been a couple hours since I've been out of the movie. I saw it today, opening day. Holy hell. This was, this was another level of film. And when I say that, not good, not bad. It was an experience. This movie clocks in at three hours in one minute, and it wallops. It packs a punch. So let's see how we're going to discuss this um, in spoiler-free detail real quick so that anyone that has not seen it is thinking about seeing it. What you need to know, what, you know... The goods. What's what? What? What do we really need to know about the end game? So basically, if you're interested in Marvel, you probably are listening to this because you are interested in Marvel. You've 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 seen the movies. You've seen all the the majority of the culminating movies coming up to um, Infinity War, which came out last year, and this is the sequel to Infinity War. So, and technically the sequel, the super sequel to the the, the ending of the. Uh, Marvel uh, 22 film produced franchise. So um, how did they do it? Was it good? Was it bad? Is it worth it? What are the things we need to know going into Endgame? What are the things that we should prepare for? If there's if there are movies that we need to watch or, or you know, what are the types of things that we should prepare for? So um, without going into any spoilers, I would say absolutely if you have the time, then I would check out the first two Avengers. I thought that um, they are worth going back and looking at for sheer, sheer technical ability, kind of being able to see that uh, there are, you know, there's a timeline going along, um, you know, the Marvel films. I think that sometimes in Marvel films that they... They say there's this big catastrophic event, and at the very end, you know, um, they'll they'll kind of walk it back a little bit, and then the next movie it won't exactly show the repercussions of what had happened of, over the course of the last few movies. And so, I think this movie 
it rewards seeing the entire franchise before you know watching Avengers Endgame. But if you don't have enough time, I would absolutely go back and at least watch those first two Avengers. So with knowing that, you know, that that's something you should definitely go through. If you have if you've done, you know, the full rewatch and checked out all the movies, you're going to be set. You're going to be set for this uh end game. It's this movie is going to help and cater to the people that have been loyal to the franchise. And the more loyal and the more uh intricate and the more detailed knowledge you know about it, um it, not necessarily comic book knowledge, but you know, just detailed in the movie cinematic language, then you're gonna enjoy this movie. I think that this movie hits on all cylinders uh, well because it has, uh, I want to say, it has balance. And when I mean balance, it has amazing, amazing writing, amazing action amazing dramatic beats, amazing comedic beats. It's a little scary at sometimes. It's, you know, a little frightening. It's a little funny. It's a little, it's a lot of action, but it also has a lot of weight to it. It's so many things that are all culminating in this three-hour um, in-game movie. It It's quite remarkable that this can even be um, achieved on this level. Now, if you want to think about it and, uh, you know, comparing to like Star Wars, Star Wars only has like, you know, nine or 10 movies out right now that have to do with the single franchise. But imagine if it had 22 movies coming up to this. So this is like Star Wars times two, if you want to multiply it by how many, um, properties they have out and probably how much I'm not exactly sure what the you know Marvel to Star Wars ratio is and I'm not I'm not here to talk about that but um I'm just saying in comparison to how much footwork has been put into this uh film franchise to lead up to this is absolutely incredible and so that's why I say you know if you got the time check out some of your favorite favorite films I think those are the ones uh uh the ones I mentioned are the ones definitely you should probably look back on just to check it out. Um, anything else we need to talk about this from a non-spoiler? It's This was an incredibly hard movie to talk about and um, spoiler-free only because I know the majority of people just want to go in and not know any plot. I, I, I totally understand that. And I was one, actually one of those people. I was like, ah, 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 y'all better shut up. Y'all telling me any plot. So... Basically, let me see. Like I said, it works on all cylinders. And in my opinion, it's not spoilery to say that this is an absolutely satisfying ending to um, the franchise. I think that's what you need to know going in. Um, don't, you know, the trailers apparently, um, I actually didn't look at the trailers too much, but apparently they didn't show too much more out of the, the trailers for Endgame. Don't show, market much of the movie. It's most of the, uh, first few minutes of the movie. And I'm, I'm telling you, you don't even need to market this movie. You know, you're going to go see it if you're, you know, thinking about it. So, um, yeah, this was a remarkable movie to watch. And I felt like I was witnessing history when I was, um, 
you know, coming out. And I am so glad that, that I got to see it. It, it was it, it was amazing. So um, anything else I want to talk about non-spoiler section? I mean, basically now, you, you by now, you know you're going to see it. Um, there are absolutely too many scenes to go scene by scene in the spoiler section. So I'm just going to kind of broadly talk about maybe the character beats in, um, in the spoiler section. And if uh, I get somebody on... Um, the podcast, I will probably upload this podcast and then re-upload it again. Just update this podcast and see if it's a little bit longer. It'll probably go from like a 30-minute podcast to a 50-minute podcast, depending on if I add another person, uh, another interview at the end of this podcast. So I might have additional content coming out after this uh, regarding Endgame, just because it's such a massive movie. I, I don't believe that it does enough justice for just me talking about it. So this is strictly between me and you, the listener. So spoilers. We are going to talk spoilers for Avengers Endgame. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, so um, we are in the Endgame now. Spoilers. So y'all better get the hell out. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to give y'all a few seconds to turn off or, you know, to pause it or come back to it or you know you know what i'm saying so basically avengers endgame spoilers holy hell um wow i was probably emotional you know here and there throughout the movie not like you know you know getting up full on teary eyed or anything like that and bawling and everything but i did feel the emotion in this much more than Infinity War. So this movie starts out with Hawkeye, and it has this kind of uh, leftovers uh, feel, the HBO's leftovers feel. Um, HBO has a, a show called Leftovers, and in the show, 2% of the population disappears and without any trace, have no idea how it happened. And so... This, that's kind of that concept brought over here on um, for the superhero scale. So when we see um, this happen to Hawkeye, a character that's not even prevalent in Infinity War, and in the way that it's executed in a way that it's indefinitely chilling, it's, uh, it's, it's amazing just to start your um, superhero movie out like that. I thought there are... More than a handful of moments, your audience is going to stand up and clap and scream and shout and be like, "Woo!" you know, just like it, it was, I could think of five or six times I wanted to just, 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 just get a big old round of applause. I was so pumped through this and it wasn't in the same manner as Infinity War. I, Infinity War and Endgame have such two different um, tones to them. It's, it's almost jarring uh, if you were to watch them back to back. Um, I did say you should watch the previous uh, Avengers movies, but um, we, you know, after watching this, we find out that this is this movie is uh, a time heist uh, superhero in-game-esque movie, and it's got sci-fi, comedy, action, oozing out the wazoo. And when I say oozing out the wazoo, I mean it's it's natural. It doesn't feel forced. I feel like in comparison to Infinity War, in comparison to Endgame, 
Infinity War had was so rushed and it felt choppy in the way that it was edited and, and paced. There's so much action happening, this, that, and the other in Infinity War, and there was never time to breathe. I felt like Endgame had time to breathe. It gave the characters a chance to actually have a conversation. Um, I thought that it was a bold move keeping the majority of um, the, I think, the Vanished. Um, you know, they were out of the movie for well over two hours, and we have, it's kind of more or less half the Avengers, you know, if not that, you know, working on it. And I love the 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 side Avengers. The thing about the Avengers is there's so many, and it's, it's so interesting to, uh, you know, culminate them in a different way, like, um, you know, mix and match the different Avengers. And so the ones that we end up getting for this movie are, you know, Robert Downey Jr. as a Iron Man. We get Captain uh, Chris Evans is Captain, and uh, Black Scarlett Johansson is Black Widow. Hawkeye is uh, Jeremy Renner, and Bruce Banner, Mark Ruffalo, and Gamora, and um, let me see who else. I mean, we there's uh, Chris Evans is Thor. Uh, Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth is Thor. First of all, there's so many things I can talk about in just those characters alone. It's amazing. Um, let's let's run down the thing. Bruce Banner, um, Mark Ruffalo. Holy shit! We get there's a there's. I'm the more I'm thinking about this, this is going to be a really long fucking podcast. So this one I'm going to kind of talk more or less about the the character beats instead of the plot beats because the plot beats I thought majority worked pretty well with the exception of maybe one or two things, and that's you know. Um, getting the soul stone or getting, you know, the, the, the time stone or something like that, getting the different stones. Um, so let me talk about the character beats real quick. Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk. I loved him. I thought he was one of my favorite characters. I love that they brought the Mark Ruffalo character and Hulk and brought him together. And now he's like Hulk Ruffalo or something like that. And it's kind of not explained over that five year period after they, uh, inexplicably chop off Thanos' head, I was like, sheet! It's like 15 minutes in and Thanos is dead. And it's like, it's like, holy hell. I mean, Chris Hemsworth rides off into a blurry sunset because we have no idea what's going to happen after that. I mean, it's uh, it's amazing. So anyways, um, whole, there's tons of holy sheet moments. There's tons of... Uh, comedic moments that work with characters like the Hulk, that work with characters like um, Thor. Thor is, uh, when you find Thor, he's almost like a full-on Aquaman. He's straight up, uh, you know, uh, still Asgardian and stuff like that, but he's like chilling with uh, Korg and Meek or whatever the hell, eating pizza, playing Fortnite, drinking beer talking shit, and when we first are introduced to Thor, we're like, what the fuck, and he's like a tub, and, and uh, there's just, there's great chemistry throughout the movie with uh, Thor and uh, Rocket Raccoon, let me see who else, um, Captain America, uh, Chris Evans, like I said, I've said throughout the last few Avengers movies that this guy has really grown up, and he's, um, he's grown into the character of Captain America. And this dude literally is Captain America's ass. I mean, it was jokes like that had me fucking rolling when it had, um, had him in there, but there was also really dramatic moments. I mean, we, there's dramatic moments with, uh, you know, Chris Evans as cap, you know, Captain America is, you know, down in the dumps. He's a lot of these characters are really depressed after this, uh, five year lapse, uh, happens after they kill Thanos before they go back in time. And, uh, yeah, it's, it, 
it's definitely impactful, especially where these characters end up. So um, we, we know what happens to Hulk and um, Bruce Banner, and uh, we see what happens at the very end to um, Captain America. You know, Steve Rogers goes back in time after everything is said and done and goes to live out his life with, um, um, I think her name was Peggy. And I was, um, I really loved how they, uh, they ended Captain America's story. They ended him as an, you know, uh, he got to live out his life, uh, you know, married with, um, uh, with his, with his wife, with the, the person that he loved. And I think that there's a big through line through the majority of the movie of, you know, tone and themes that have to reveal, uh, re- revolve around family and passing the torch to the next. And I thought that um, even from the opening shot with Hawkeye and his daughter, um, you see how he's teaching her to, you know, to, to use the bow and arrow and stuff like that, and how she could potentially be the 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 person that you know takes his place eventually. And so, one thing I did notice was a lot of these characters have uh, are starting to have kids now, and uh, the fact that Iron Man has a daughter, Hawkeye has a daughter. Um, what is it? Ant Man has a daughter. Uh, I mean, they were about to have girls run the world in this. And honestly, that was one thing I really did love about this movie. And that was the fact that they took the time to, uh, you know, really evaluate. You know, they got a whole line of women, strong, powerful women. And there is a badass sequence with all of them getting the who run the world's girls. I mean, it was like literally. Sick, and uh, I, I thought that was cool that they gave them that their due. Even Pepper Potts gets in an Iron Man suit. I don't even remember her ever doing shit except for the Iron Man 3 now. I think about it, but um, I, I really liked the female empowerment in this. I would say it was that uh, I, I could have used more, honestly. <laughs> Hell, I, I when this movie was going uh, to in the th- in the first, second, third hour, in that third hour, I was like, okay, I, I was thinking I was gonna want it to wrap up. I didn't want it to wrap up. I could have watched another 20 minutes. So um, I know some people are going to feel this three-hour runtime. I did not. Um, bathroom situation is kind of on your own. Um, I'd say just go as soon as you can. Just go twice before you get in the movies and just don't get a big gulp. You know, it's it's uh, it's just one of those things. You just don't want to take your uh, eyes off the screen. And so, yeah, yeah. Um, Let's continue with the uh, the characters. We have uh, Tony or Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man. Um, undoubtedly, this is one of his best movies. This is the Iron Man movie, you know that that we've been looking for. This is the the the, the ending to his um, to his arc that really makes the most sense, and. Uh, Oh, it, it got me. It got me at the end. I was I was a little choked up. Not I was <laughs> sorta of choked up at the end, but um once it started showing all of the characters that were involved in this franchise that we've grown up with, um, once we see um John Favreau. I, I something about having John Favreau in the scene was really um I don't know, moving for me personally, just because as a filmmaker myself, that would be some that would be quite an achievement and quite uh, a place to be at to you know to 
imagine being John Favreau and directing Iron Man and then featuring in some of the movies and then also being at the very end of the of the completion of where everything started. It, it it's a big deal. It's um it's a big deal. Uh and I heard one thing that was interesting that really you know moved me as well is that you know us listening and you know some people listening were ones that we got to live through this. We got to live through the making of this this feature, this 22-length uh, feature that will probably not happen again in our lifetime to our knowledge. I don't know. It's never happened before, so we don't know that. But I'm just saying it's not going to happen anytime soon. I mean, we've seen other companies like Dark Universe, like DC, you know, Universal and um, Warner Brothers, try to mimic this um, – this model and it just does not it's not as easy as said you know as said and done you know um yeah so let's continue on with uh, a couple of the characters that I want to talk about black widow i thought she and hawk hawkeye had a pretty amazing scene when they had to go retrieve their time stone or the soul stone and i should have seen that coming um Originally, I thought Hawkeye was the one that was going to go down, just mostly because um, he has the family, the daughter. You know, he has something to uh, that he would probably lose. And I don't think that Natasha had too much family um, involved. That, to my knowledge, I don't. I don't know, and I don't remember. There was one guy at the end of the movie who I wasn't sure who he, who he belonged with, but um, might have been her brother or something like that. But, anyways. I know a lot of people had talked about wanting a Black Widow movie. I'm not sure if we exactly need one after this because I feel like they did such a well, well-rounded job of um, giving her uh, depth, character depth in the first two Avengers. And if you watch that, and then coming in watching, you know, this next one, you'll be ready. I I, I firmly believe you'll be ready, and you'll you'll feel the weight of her depth her death uh so let me see what else i was not i was a little surprised that we did not get a cap captain didn't die um but iron man does feel natural you know losing natasha did feel natural i thought we were going to lose a couple more honestly um the majority of i don't think we lost anybody that went missing with the exception of vision maybe i don't think we got Paul Bettany back. Um, but yeah, so the majority of this movie is sort of like the greatest hits of Marvel. Now, it's not quite like, you know, going back. What They do go back in time, and they go back to different movies that we as the audience have all watched. Tad bit confusing here and there. Not, not, not you know, not something that's going to, you know, make me lose sleep or anything like that. But I thought the, the different timelines could were just a tad bit confusing, not, you know, a nightmare. I did think the double Gamora scene, since there's two Gamoras in, in the scene, well, there's technically two of everyone, but not everybody runs into their twin. Um, I did think the Gamora scene was a tad bit confusing um, and a little bit deus ex machina when it comes to the Thanos side, and that's mostly just because uh, it's kind of not explained why you know, why 
she would be recording all of this and then feeding it back to herself again, her evil self. And also, I didn't understand um, where exactly... Let me see. Guardians of the Galaxy. What is her name? Sorry, I've been saying Gamora. It's it's Nebula. I've been I've been saying the wrong name the entire time. <laughs> sorry about all that. They're like, God dang it! Oh, it's fucking Nebula! Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, it was Evil Nebula and uh, not uh, Evil Gamora. Sorry, I thought I didn't understand when Gamora was bad. I. I remember watching the first two Guardians movies, and maybe at the beginning of one of them she was bad, but I don't remember her ever being um, this bad and working with Thanos and stuff like that. So that was one thing I needed to go back and check on my facts on, you know, where exactly we were in the time zone. Time, yeah, in time. Um, Infinity War did raise some questions. It seemed that the Avengers had already gone back in time in in this suit which kind of makes things a little jumbled so when i say that in infinity war they hadn't gone back in time we think but there's a scene of gamora and nebula um gamora has to see nebula being tortured and in this movie we find out why she's being tortured and that's we think it's because she was giving details, or she she had details regarding, um, you know, the good Gamora that was going back in time. Sorry, the good Nebula that was going back in time. And so it did raise some questions with the, the whole, you know, time shiftiness, the back to the futureness. I didn't, a lot of the things I had a couple questions with because they're kind of, you know, vaguely explained. Um, but, like, if Captain America went back and lived his life with Peggy, does that mean there was another Captain America frozen in ice somewhere? Like, I'm I'm kind of confused about where their other selves were if they went back in time. And it, it, there was some, you know, ho- hanky-pankiness with that stuff. And I think that was, you know, that was probably my weakest stuff. Um also, I thought some of the we- one of the weaker points were uh, Thor trying to get the the time stone from what was her name, Doctor Strange's uh, what's it called, lady? I forgot. I completely forgot her name. Uh, so many damn names. Um, I thought that was a little bit too easy. It was more like you know just talking to her, and then other in other ways, uh, getting the other stones. It was you know. Some some ways it was too easy, in some ways it was too hard. Obviously, it couldn't go you know hundred percent because otherwise, what you know, things wouldn't turn out well. Um, that final battle was one of the best battles I think I've seen of faceless things fighting. You know, Avengers when all of the Avengers were coming to assemble, I literally was like, it was like cream everywhere. I was like, oh my god. I was like, she like it was it was like multiple orgasms at once. It was so amazing seeing everybody come together. It was so dope. Captain's like Avengers assemble. It was it was done. It was done like that. Um it was so dope. I loved it. It was like 
the Civil War battle meets the Avengers battle, uh, the first Avengers battle meets the Avengers, uh, sorry, the Infinity War battle. It was like all the battles combined into one. It was so epic. And uh, I, as you can tell, I I really love the action and just the majority of the movie. And I thought that the action was done really well in this. I thought that the action, uh, you know, whether it was Captain America fighting himself, which was you know not only funny and ironic, and you know you know with the quips and the lines that he says, but um, visually done, you know, really well too. Um, the action we have between you know uh, Black Widow trying to sacrifice herself before Hawkeye that was amazing. I mean, I didn't see that coming at all. Um, and I definitely didn't see her, you know, sacrificing herself. Um, let me see, you know, the, the, the Hulk, normally he's, he's crazy in this movie and he, he has to kind of play against type. He's like, you know, Hulk smashed, blah, and it, it, it had me cracking up and shit like that. I don't know. It was, it was cool. Um, I think literally someone busted a gasket when, um, Captain America grabbed Thor's hammer. I think somebody was like, oh! my back it was like i like literally someone behind me i thought had a stroke because when when that hammer hit captain's hands i swear like, ah! it was just like next level I, I i was i was cracking up and honestly i don't know what it is about marvel movies i always get somebody loud as fuck in these movies they uh, I knew there was going to be tons of people in this movie, and I had uh, someone's dad. I'm pretty sure someone's dad. He's just like, breathing over my shoulder, and I was like, he's like, I was like, if this goes on through every fucking <laughs> scene, I'm going to have, I'm going to flip a sack, and so I literally would turn over and look behind Adam, uh, the corner of my eye when he was breathing hard. I was like. Good Lord. I swear he would stop when I would do that. But I was just like mouth breathing like a motherfucker. I was like, Jesus. It's like trying to watch the end game here, man. <laughs> and so I was uh, had an interesting experience. I mean, last time, Infinity War, someone smelled like ass. And this time, someone's breathing too hard. It's like, God, I'm just going to stay here and watch Netflix all day, you know, next time. Um, but yeah, I was, I was, I, I love this fucking movie. I thought the action, I'm, I'm pumped to go again, and I'm uh, listening to tons of podcasts that you know everybody's raving about it and whatnot, and I, you know, I'm right there with them. It's it's hard to argue about you know something bad about this. I the, the there aren't like big effects in this that you know stand out as bad. I thought the Infinity War had bad effects on some of the things. I thought some of the uh, uh, comedy in Infinity War was bad. I thought the majority of this movie. There wasn't a second wasted. I was, I was like, this is a three-hour movie. There's had to be, you know, twenty seconds they could have cut here or there. There really isn't. It feels like a natural three-hour film or three episodes of Avengers, and um, that's how I kind of thought of it. Instead of a three-hour film, I thought of it as like just watching three hours of television and and on the big screen. You know, um, that doesn't sound that that big of a deal, honestly. So I was just like in all the entire time i'd say watch this on the biggest real estate you can if you and if for whatever reason if you listen to this in the spoiler section i really hope you've seen the fucking movie i'm gonna be so pissed if y'all listen to this and didn't see the movie <laughs> oh my goodness it was it's so good guys guys gals everybody um but yeah i was just crazy surprised so i know i'll probably have a lot more to say about this movie i'm just trying to get my initial thoughts out 
Um, I, I was sort of like mind boggled after. I mean, there's a, there's a select few movies I've walked out of before and I was just like mind fucked, mind boggled. Like, where the fuck am I? What time is it? What, you know, time zone am I in? And uh, this is one of those few movies that I felt like that. I was like, good God, I feel disoriented. So, um, yeah, it was it was an amazing feature. The music, the acting, the sounds, the, the loss of some of the best heroes and, you know, the biggest iconography you can think of in the past 20 years i mean the the pew pew the things that come from iron man's hands i mean we think about that every time the iconography when it comes to you know captain america's shield what it means to him um the uh just having everybody lined up it it's amazing um you know especially at the end with uh, the funeral scenes um i thought there should have been a little bit more covering Black Widow's death. I think that she should have had a photo or something. I know they kind of just focused mostly on Tony, although they do have a couple good lines about her. Um, Scarlet Witch, um, she's not, we don't really talk about her at all through the majority of the movie, although when she comes into play, I think she, I guess she came back after the snap. Um, I forgot how powerful she was. Kind of like I forgot how powerful Captain Marvel was. I didn't really talk about too much in the Captain Marvel uh, uh, movie review about how it's going to be related to in Infinity War and um, Endgame, mostly because it was it was only basically a phone call. I mean, Samuel L. Give, gives uh, you know he evaporates at the end, you know, or, you know, vanishes at the end of Infinity War, and he's calling Captain Marvel and. Um, and she's not really in this movie that much. I mean, she comes in as a deus ex machina kind of twice um, to save Iron Man at the beginning and then save, you know, come in at the very end to destroy the ships. Um, and it's beautiful every time. And my God, she's gorgeous. But um, I thought that her power suit is, you know, she's fucking powerful. I mean, everybody that we're generally with, you know, Tony, Captain America, you know, even Hulk, their power levels are let's you know let's be real they're about a b level and then you go up to the next level which is a which is like superman you know level it's it's like captain marvel level i mean she's so powerful it's like it's like she probably could have saved us from avengers one two three and four you know so it's like uh it's a little problematic to have someone that powerful in the mcu and um i don't know thanos Having you know, having someone powerful like Captain Marvel fight someone powerful like Thanos um, does make sense. But Thanos is powerful without the, the stones anyway. I don't think real. I don't remember seeing him fight that much in, um, except for maybe a little bit at the beginning of Infinity War. But mostly he's just walking around, talking, you know, doing lots of monologuing. And in this movie, we actually get to see him, you know, move and fight and you know the type of stuff. I don't, I don't remember seeing him do you know that much fighting of the Avengers is mostly with stuff with the infinity stones and infinity war. Um, but yeah, he's, he's a powerful ass dude and strong as buck. Um, I thought we, that we were going to actually see more Iron Man suits come up again. I, I guess that they decided that wasn't going to go down. Um, let's see. I do believe that's about it. So, uh, if I have additional, um, Avengers in game talk, I will add it to the end of this podcast. Just refresh this podcast. It might be a little bit longer than 40 minutes if I have, someone that wants to come on and discuss it with me. So thank you for listening to the Lucky Dog Podcast. Be sure to rate, share, subscribe if you like these podcasts or you like these reviews. If you want to hear more, check out um, SoundCloud for uh, our full library or 
whatever podcast player you're using. Thank you for listening, and Avengers Assemble. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. I like this one.